This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A radio show like no other. It's Brian Kilmeade. Hey, welcome back, everybody. My privilege to have with us in studio. If you're watching Fox Nation, you recognize him, Raymond Arroyo. Uh, Fox News contributor and author of The Unexpected Light of Thomas Alva Edison. A lot of people, there's a big push to say Thomas Edison overrated. Yes. Uh, and you felt as though we have to rein that in. Well, we have to rein that in a little bit. Look, like, what did he actually do? Okay. Well, my story focuses on him as a young boy. Okay. Right. And it's a turnabout tale, a crisis point where a decision was made, Brian. We all have these moments. But I think young people need to be aware obstacles are your pathway to success. Often it's the right. way to open up your destiny. Edison was thrown out of school at eight years old, told he couldn't be taught and was addle-brained. His mother homeschooled him. But he was deaf, right? Made, he was deaf. Deaf. By 12, he's deaf. I mean, in the very idea that the guy created the things we're talking on, the microphone, the telephone receiver, the, the, the uh, alkaline battery, which became the lithium. He perfected the light bulb. All of these – and the phonograph, his great invention, the phonograph. But remember, all of these things so – So that's all he did is invented movies – Movie camera. Uh, the motion picture camera. Did he get uh, AC or DC? He well, he was the wrong side of that debate. Tesla had the, the two-way current. Edison only wanted the one-way, which made no sense because he created four-way messaging on telegraphs. Right. So it, it, it's kind of an odd debate. But look, he was an innovator. He was a self-made man. You've got to give him props for that. It's a great American story we shouldn't lose. Right, and you're not losing. I'm being sarcastic. I mean, it's unbelievable how much one man can do. Then he starts his own theater company. Yeah. No, theater company. Recording it's own movie company. company. Yeah. Movie company, recording company. Remember, Hollywood was created because Edison was on the East Coast. So everybody else went far west to try to escape his patents. They were trying to get away from his movie camera patents. That's really how Hollywood began. That's why they ended up on the far west coast. Right, and where are they now? Are they still out there? Because I'm, well, I haven't been keeping in track. I, I think they're mostly in Canada yeah. and uh, yeah, which crazy because they tax so high, people don't even shoot <laughs> movies out there anymore. No, no, they can't. All right, so so we will talk about that, uh, Raymond. So this is your latest one, the unexpected light of Thomas Alva Edison, and it's it's guilt to what age? Well, it's really four to one hundred and four. I've had adults write me and tell me how moving it is. It is about a mother taking the care when the rest of the world said this kid was written off. Not worth anything. His own father said he was a dunce. And I found this quote. It was in one of these big biographies. And it said from Edison, my mother was the making of me. She let me follow my bent. And but for her faith in me at a crisis point in my life, I might never have been an inventor. So I started investigating this story. That's the focus of not only this turnabout tale, but each of them that will follow. Great lives, great American lives at crisis points and how they got through them. And uh, look, I think he probably had ADHD, Brian. That's what a lot of biographers now think. You know, he couldn't focus on one thing. He never slept. He, he could hyper-focus on, on projects when needed. Um, again, the liabilities, the rest of the world sees this as liabilities. To Edison, they were blessings that facilitated the greatest inventions ever devised, and some we are still beneficiaries of. And also, I, I told you I went out to do this, some with the Ford Museum. Yeah. And right there is the first is Thomas Edison mentored Henry Ford. That's exactly right. In fact, if you go to the Edison Labs in West Orange, 
there's a portrait of Henry Ford, not one, but about four or five. They were very close, and I didn't realize this. Edison created the first electric car, and Henry Ford said, it's too much to replicate this damn thing. We can't do it. So they stopped production, but it was invented at the turn of the century. I think it's 1920. All right. So let's, let's talk about – so we'll talk about that, Raymond. Um, we'll also talk about another invention, and that is TikTok. Oh, we gosh. saw what happened yesterday, the fiery exchanges that were taking place with the CEO. And I don't think necessarily he wasn't prepared. He didn't have a good story to tell. Oh. His story is he cannot actually say that China's not going to get – all of our information. He cannot actually say that they can manipulate the news that comes through TikTok. And China kind of outed him by making a statement uh, at the hearings <laughs> right. by saying that we don't like the idea. We will not approve any Sale. selling of bite dance. Really? Besides that, do they have anything to do with this? Yeah, well, he was doing his own bite dance during that hearing. He was cha-chaing all over yeah. the floor. He evaded every question. Uh, look, we know. I thought Years ago, Brian, that Mike Pompeo may have been a little over the top when he said, probably three or four years ago, TikTok is a menace. It's a way to gain all of our information, and it's it's really uh, 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 it's destroying your 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 devices. People ignored him. He was right. Pompeo was so right about this. He saw it coming. But the way they do it, it's basically malware. It eats into all of your files. It can track everyone you're in touch with. I've had people tell me in the in the security area that if you have a phone that's had a TikTok app on it, you should toss the phone and get a new one. It's that pervasive and that profound. I think, look, I'm sorry, even if it is, let's say it's not Chinese owned and not Chinese controlled. The crap challenges that they are making our children do that are self-destructive, whether they involve drugs or stealing Kias, these are meant to to degrade and erode the fabric of America. I think it's a horrible app, no matter how you look at it. But the fact that they're spying on us, it should be banned. That element to it. Then you have the social media conversation and then algorithms that could be mimicked. Maybe Instagram's getting close. Yeah. But the one thing they're saying is, for example, if a third of people under 30 are getting their news from TikTok, and let's say we all of a sudden start seeing certain stories in our feed that talk about how Taiwan really should be a part of China and how to, how the Russia-China relationship is really stronger than the U.S., how the U.S. is really a racist society that can never come together. It's a failed experiment that's coming apart, and they bring up stories that might be authentic but give them more uh, more play than they deserve, then all of a sudden those same people who have been brainwashed by their green agenda mm. will be brainwashed by the China agenda and not even know it. There's no doubt. They're in control of this app in all of its manifestations. And look, the United States government was so concerned about Facebook messaging during and Facebook news during a campaign. Why the utter ignorance of TikTok? Why not the same level of concern about a foreign-owned entity that is on 150 million American devices in 150 million American ears and eyes and hearts? I'm sorry. Uh, You and I know the power of media, Brian. When you have something like this that kids aren't on for an hour a day, they're not just watching Fox and Friends for an hour or two hours. They're on this thing all day long. As they travel in between meals, it's how they communicate. I'm sorry. We need to watch this closely. And the Chinese should have no ownership and no control of it. And until they do, it should be banned. And I I would ban it unless they rank me as the most powerful man in media. Then I'll be (laughs) saying, wait, this might be really important. 
Uh, TikTok host extraordinaire, <laughs> Brian Kilme. Well, then we'll yeah, consider. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, this is evidently 5 million Americans with some type of business off TikTok. To me, that could be like MySpace. You could say, I got to take that business model and I'm going to have to go elsewhere. Uh, Dean uh, Nasca, it's tragically, son committed suicide because of the algorithm that pumped him the information that made him think he had nothing to live for. Cut 11. He's not concerned with anything of dealing with this. His concern is with China. This doesn't scare him. China scares him. So he's not going to modify his behavior because there isn't really a threat here. Here's his wife. Cut 10. I would be happy with that, but uh, if that's not going to happen, I would just like to see uh, mainly the, the stopping um, of, of promoting these types of videos that my son was getting. It's, it was horrific, and um, yeah, and it's obviously happening to a lot of other children as well. So uh, obviously there's social media element of it, the algorithms that keep pumping you what you what they think that you want to click on that keeps you on there longer, right. which sells their advertising. And, you know, I guess Instagram is catching up. But in the big picture, he could not say their Texas project was going to cost him like $5 billion to give everything to Oracle. It still would have a backdoor to China. Brian. So forget f- it. It's done. A friend of mine who's a designer said it is designed to be addictive. They, they, they find what sets off the chemicals in young people's minds, the length of the video, the way they begin, the way they end. It's all meant to keep you on the hook. And I'm sorry. Uh, your heart breaks for those poor parents. Yes, they're feeding these kids not only destructive messages, depressing messages, urging them to kill themselves, but on top of it, these very dangerous uh, items, challenges that where they're having to swallow, uh, you know, radiator fluid or they're, you know, jumping off of ledges. This is crazy. It's madness. We should stop this. It should be stopped. It's an extra. This isn't water or eggs or, or the air we breathe. We can do without TikTok. All we right. have alternatives. I, I, I believe so, too. Uh, so Senator Tim Scott, it looks like he's going to get into this race. Mm-hmm. This week is long for me for a lot of things. Number one, Trump got ahead of this would-be indictment, I believe, brilliant. Uh, brilliantly, but of course he's overstepping it with some violent rhetoric today, overwhelming his message and making himself the negative story rather than Alvin Bragg, uh, who was way over his skis. Yep. But I thought Tim Scott put it best yesterday when asked between the brooding, uh, the barbs between DeSantis and Trump. Listen to his take and tell me, Raymond Arroyo, if you think that this could be long lasting. Cut okay. 26. You know, one of the things I'd simply say is that red on red violence, so to speak, is something that the mass media enjoys. The road to socialism runs right through a divided Republican Party. So one thing we should do is make sure we keep our focus on the actual problem. That is President Biden. You think about D.A. Bragg from a local perspective. Here's a person who doesn't want to enforce any of the laws anywhere. Violent criminals running rampant. You see rapes are up significantly. Murders are up. Homicides, uh, carjackings, all up, up, up. The only thing he wants to do, it appears to me, is weaponize the law against his political enemies. So if he is he saying back off, cease and desist, is that going to be possible? It's the old Reagan doctrine. You don't speak ill of another Republican. I mean, yes. But look, DeSantis was employing the Michael Corleone hustle here. You know, he he was he was defending Trump. But within it was the shiv about, you know, well, I don't know anything about paying off porn stars. But Alvin Bragg's going too far here. And that, you know, Trump gets his dander up and then goes on the attack. Look. 
it, they're going to go. They're going to have the grudge match. It's going to happen, Brian. It's the nature of a primary. Uh, Reagan also did it with Ford. You know, I know he has the line, but let's face it. They kill, They beat each other up. This will happen. The question is, whoever wins, that person, and this is going to be the big challenge for both of them, that person will have to embrace whoever wins and move as one and unify the party. Otherwise, Biden-Harris is going to walk and saunter into the White House. Once what I did is I knew you were coming. You're going to go there. So I want to make a list of every time Trump lost and then moved on. Okay, wait a second. There's nothing on that list. So if he He's a counterpuncher and a fighter. It's what he does. But, but the, when the fight, when the final bell rings, does he know it? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't know if he knows it. But the, <laughs> the most important thing for Ron DeSantis, and Ron is a smart guy, so he'll figure this out. What you don't want to do is step into the Jeb Bush branding. Remember, Trump came out and said, Jeb Bush, you're low energy. What does he do? He comes out and over a series of weeks, he looks like he's low energy. Ron DeSantis, he calls him Ron DeSanctimonious. What does DeSantis do this week? Wag his finger and moralize at Donald Trump. You don't fall into the pattern. Do your own act. Create your own brand and vision. I worry that he's stepping into the tar pits here of Donald Trump. That uh, could be a problem for him. Yet, and other people say, "Why are you waiting so long to fight back?" You know. Yeah. So, well, the, you know, it's a big story today in the Washington Post. Does anyone know how to fight on the Republican side? How to fight Trump? Yeah. Then back to 2016. Has anyone been effective? Well, no. <laughs> the, the short answer is right. no. And it's not like Joe Biden beat him. They just voted against Trump. No, and I would have thought a woman could do it. But look, Carly Fiorina, she was roadkill. I mean, he destroyed her, made fun of her Look appearance. at that face. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. So, look, Trump is his own it's his own aura. It's his own atmosphere. But you walk into that arena and that atmosphere at your own peril. Create your own. Create your own uh, area where people can gather and live. And then maybe you can create a counter biosphere, if you will, apart from Trump that then will have to meld with the MAGA people. But we'll right. see. We'll Raymond see. Arroyo, political consultant. By the oh, way, yeah, what Joe Biden said, we've got to worry about political consultant. He had an interesting gaffe yesterday. Uh, the unexpected light of Thomas Alva Edison. Uh, Raymond, you have a r time for a few more minutes? Yeah. Oh, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. Great. And then you're going to join me uh, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, right? You bet. We're doing the news duel. All right. Yeah. yeah. And pick it up. Where do we get the book, by the way? Oh, you get the book. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere. I'm also in the Villages on Saturday, signing books at 2 o'clock. Jacksonville at San Marcos Books on Sunday. And New Orleans on Monday. And the Reagan Library next week on Wednesday. Wow. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll send a member of my family to come see you on uh, Monday. I, I, yeah, come on down. Uh, right. I, I think that might be good. I might even be able to give him dinner. Right. <laughs> well, at least a free book. Or a free Kevlar vest. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. In New Orleans. Murder Capital of the World. Yes. Uh, that you don't sorry. see that in the sign, Welcome to New Orleans. Well, you might soon. <laughs> Back in a moment. But this pulls on other steps you've taken and we've taken. Like the most significant gun safety law in 30 years. To help keep guns out of the hands of... Help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. Keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors like Karl Rove and David Axelrod. We have to we have to disarm them. Guess who's here? Raymond Arroyo's here. His book, The Unexpected Light of Thomas Alva Edison, is out for kids. Raymond, I mean, it's unbelievable. He, you know what? Never, never let a gaffe go unsaid when you're Joe Biden. I, the other day he did a, a history, women's history event. And in the middle of it, he said, you know, my sister said that I, I signed the – well, look, I, 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 I always signed the bill by uh, the Women's Act myself with my own paw. I literally don't know what he was saying. I, 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 I had to rewind it four times. He meant 
I signed and wrote the women, the Violence Against Women's Act with my own paw. We really need a full-time translator or at least closed caption beneath everything he says. He's just losing all the musculature of his mouth. It's just sad at you know, this point. You know, I think part of it has to do with he, he keeps replacing his teeth and, stretch, and stretching his face. He looks nothing like the same person, right? I mean, it looks like he's renting his teeth daily. And he's got to pay the fee or else they return him. It's very sad. Or he it's sends him out to sad. be cleaned. Here's a, here's a little here's, – here's another great analysis. Not more. You're not going to torture me with more Biden in the Cut morning, 20. are you? Oh. Drug companies that raise prices faster than inflation. Not, that's all right. We like babies. You don't have to worry about it. So it's okay. It's all right. In fact, I like babies better than people. Well – Spoken so, like a true devout Catholic, he always <laughs> says he is, you know. I, I like babies more than people, right. meaning babies are not people. This is an interesting thing. It's a, you see, you get, you get revelations. I tell people, listen closely. I know you're laughing, but if you listen closely, you get far more than you bargain for, and it's a little creepy. I like babies right. more than people. No, you don't, or you wouldn't be transporting people to get rid of their babies cross state lines. Well, using saying. your analysis, it made me realize I have an answer to my big question. Yes. When President Xi gets together with President Putin and decides they're going to reorder the world, I'm wondering, why didn't I hear from our president? Now I know. Yeah. Here's more to make me feel worse about my country. Oh, no. First, I'm proud to use my authority under the Antiquities Act to establish the and I, I want you to know it's a big deal. The Havanaqua May, I, I'm, I'm having trouble. Thank you. I got it. They're going to have to use the Antiquities Act to get him out of office. I mean, he's, he's decomposing before our eyes. But the, the worst thing, it, and it does, there's a part of me as a human being, it breaks my heart. And look, we've all had elder relatives, and we may get there, God willing. But when you watch him say, at some point he's speaking, and in the middle of the line, Brian, he just goes, I- I'm, I- I'm in trouble. This is sad. Right. This is a heartbreaker. I mean, he needs a life alert button where when he runs out of syntax, he just presses that and Jilly comes out and says the rest of the line for him. Good idea, Raymond. All right, we're going to try to market that. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.